Welcome to the John Vulcan Academy podcast, Changing Lives, where we speak to the students and facilitators of this therapeutic community to gain a deeper understanding of how the program is changing lives. Hi there, it's Gary James with the John Vulcan Academy podcast, Changing Lives. Today we're going to talk to Director of Programming, Chris Schultz. Chris is going to help us understand the first 30 days of a new student's journey in addiction recovery here at the John Vulcan Academy. Chris Schultz with us today on, on our podcast. And welcome. It's great to have you with us. And uh, Chris uh, is the Director of Programming here at John Vulcan Academy. A uh, lot, of, lot of stuff going on here with Chris uh, at the John Vulcan Academy. And today... Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the first 30 days because that's got to be a fairly scary time for somebody who finally uh, is either escorted here by a loved one <laughs> or shows up because they said, I've had enough. I'm really going to give this a shot. Now, Chris, tell me something. How do they arrive here? Do they do they decide that they're just going to jump in their car and drive here or are they likely brought here by somebody? Uh, most of the time it's, uh, individuals being brought by their loved ones. Um, and that time to intake, time from when they originally signed their application, handed in uh, up until the point of getting here can be a, a few weeks, it could be a few months, and it could even be a year. Um, so, but yeah, majority of the time, uh, it's the loved ones that are dropping them off. What is on the student's mind when they walk through the doors for the first time, what are they thinking? Most of the time it's, it's okay, this is happening. You know, I, I think at uh, moments of desperation when they're, they're at their worst, they're, they're, um, they're going, okay, well, I need help. I'm asking my family. Uh, my family's proposed this to me before and, uh, and they're proposing it to me again. I'll take whatever I can get. Right. Um, you know, and, by the time they, they get here, you know, and they settle down, they're going like, wow, um, you know, I'm, I'm about to endure in something that I've never done before. You know, uh, I'm engaging in a long-term recovery program. Um, and I'm about to change my whole entire life. Right. Um, and for us as program directors, uh, you know, when we go into those interview rooms and, and talk with them about what they're feeling, you know, we calm down the anxiety by reminding them why they're here, right? And um, and also telling them our own personal stories of, of what we went through um, in their exact same position. Um, and usually the anxiety calms down for... No, Chris, you know, uh, they have made an appointment. Is that how that starts first? They've made contact. They've been put through to an individual like yourself to have that conversation, that initial conversation, and... And then an appointments booked. Is that is that the process? How does that happen? That's correct. So um, initially, the first call out that will happen to us uh, from our one eight five five number, um, we have a, a clerical staff and uh, and also um, some students that will will help answer the telephones, connect just to find out. You know, um, is this person qualified uh, to be in the in the program? Um, once they pass that process. Uh, they get an application. There's a doctor's portion to it. 
there's a um, uh, there's also just some personal information about them. Uh, that's where it comes to uh, program directors. And as we sift through and we'll circle anything that we have questions about, um, and then we'll continue to do an interview. Um, most of the time, uh, I mean, applications can go by fairly quick as long as there's no, um, you know, no type of, of uh, serious questions that we may have. Like there could be criminal history, you know, whether certain things have been addressed um, or, you know, certain medical um, uh, things that require extra attention, um, you know, more than what, what we can what we can handle here, right? Because we aren't a medical facility. Um, and once we figure out, okay, you know what, actually everything's going to be okay with this individual, they'll, they'll be able to come in, then we book a date. date so there's a call that's made in, uh, the first call that's made uh, to somebody on staff, uh, basically a general inquiry, we're curious, we're interested to know more. Mm -hmm. There's a bit of a vetting process that happens. Is, that, is then an application sent to an individual? Is, is that what happens? I mean that that first inquiry call. Yeah, like you know, our our hopes is is that um, the person calling um, is actually the student themselves, and if it is, and they're they're pretty enticed to to see what we have to offer, and they're really interested in turning their life around, we'll send them an application right there. Okay. Um, so, yeah, applications to caregivers. It doesn't usually happen because we, we need to we need to hear from the individual themselves. We have to find out if they're actually serious uh, about getting into uh, into recovery into this program. First important step, right there, yeah. talking to the person that's going to be enrolled in the program. Exactly. So the application's been sent. They've they've filled it out. They've sent it back to you. You've got it. You've got an appointment with this person. This will be their first physical time walking in. Yep. To the campus. If they are local. To the academy, if they're local, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so they're here, they're, and they're going to meet with you uh, or one of your colleagues. And what's that like? What What's that, that meeting? You're reviewing the application. What's happening in that first meeting? It's a lot of questions and answers. Like the, the student will often have questions about um, their own personal needs. Which is fair enough. I mean, we we gotta we gotta hear those out, and then um, they'll also have questions on like what their day to day is going to be like. What does that mean? Their own personal needs. Give me an example of what that means. You know, maybe maybe they're worried about contact with maybe they have a son or daughter, or they're worried about uh, a relative who who may be soon passing away. You know, just certain fears that they may have about being here for um, you know a minimum of twenty four months. Um, and you know, I mean, those are sometimes hard things for for tough pills to swallow right well you know i can't i won't get to be able to see my daughter for you know a minimum of, of seven months or or uh what it may be you know in terms of visits uh, i mean it could be a lot for someone to take in um but we talk about the value in that that time away and also about um them you know working on themselves and having all the time that they like in the world uh when they finish her program right um it's just uh how much were they really paying attention to their loved one when they were in active addiction? You know. Um, so what is that? What is that rule then on contact mm -hmm. uh, at, at Vulcan Academy? Well, uh, I mean, after thirty days, uh, you will be able to write letters home, write and, letters, and, and right. also receive letters. Okay. Um, 
And at about your seven month mark, you'll be able to actually have, um, you know, visits here at the academy. Um, and uh, with those visits, they uh, they last a, they last a few hours, right? And um, yeah, it gives you gives you a chance to have some um, some time with with your loved one. So no like Skype that. calls uh, from your room. Skype calls can also uh, also do happen at that seven month mark, right? At the seven and, month mark. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the seven month mark is where you start having that personal contact. Yeah, you start yeah. start okay. getting a little more uh, more privileges, right? So, so some of these students are going to write a letter for the first time, I'm imagine. Yeah, yeah, some of them do. You know, it's funny the the response. I mean, everybody's addicted to their phones and addicted to uh, to social media and, and using computers. Um, it's it's interesting how many of the guys actually like sending letters. You know, um, there there's it, it's so much there's so much more meaning to sending a letter than there is to writing an email. Do you know what I mean? Or a text message. Got to think about it. And yeah, and, and they always want their families to see the original handwritten document that they've sent. And uh, yeah, there's there's some some uh, value to it, I guess you can say, right? Some sentimental value to it. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I rarely had any complaints about it. So. In that in that uh, interview, that first interview, uh, is, is a loved one present as well as the student or is it just the student? The the parents will be present um, for a small part of the interview. Okay, uh, mo most of it's one on one between uh, between the program director and the student. Um, so you want to get to know the students quickly as possible. That's correct, and and the other you know the parents come in a little later when we when we discuss you know what what the student will be going through and and how the process of change can be rather difficult and what to do in certain situations, right? Um, so they're a part of the interview, but they're not in the interview, if, if, uh, if you know what I mean. So we've come in uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning for our first interview. Uh, we've walked through the doors uh, with anxiety, and, and you relate to that. Your staff get that. You've done it. You've been there. Uh, tell us about uh, the rest of the day. Are, are, are we potentially officially enrolled and in on that first day on the uh on the first day uh they're enrolled i mean uh as, as soon as the interview's over uh what we'll do is we'll actually uh take the student around uh, introduce them to the other students um to their their family leaders to their um student council uh, deputies they're all part of leadership basically to the student body led uh, leadership um after that, um, you know, but usually you'll you'll have the student familiarized with the with the schedule, and then uh, what we do is um, we have what's called a, a student manual here, which which tells you kind of like um, what what you can do and what to do in in certain situations, who to talk to, things like that. So the student will start to get themselves familiar with that uh, with that literature. Um, yeah, and they'll join in at meal times and everything else. Um, now, yeah. is there a, a, a mentor assigned to, yes. to the new student? Yeah. So, uh, on your first day, you will be assigned uh, of someone, um, and uh, we call this someone a shadow. And the shadow, basically, from when you get up in the morning to when you go to bed at night, is someone who who kind of 
chaperones you around, right? So you may have questions about, hey, can I can I go ahead and do this? And he may say, well, no, you have to talk to this person first. Um, maybe you're having a bad day because you're having a tough time understanding a certain concept in the in the uh, program, or maybe with a certain individual, and that shadow will then be able to uh, to help you understand. How right? long do uh, I have a shadow? Thirty days. Thirty days. Yeah. This thirty day period's important mm -hmm. in the Vulcan Academy. That's Why correct. is that? I mean, what what is it? I mean, you've got I know you've got years and years of experience well, in, in, with addiction recovery. So what is it you learned about the first 30 days? I mean, in terms of the student, like if in that first 30 days, I mean, that's going to be their fight or flight moment, right? Okay. A lot of these guys, they either come in you know, five days sober, you know, maybe, maybe at max 10 days. So their mind's still a little fresh, right? And um, the main worry for them is, is whether or not um, they're actually going to be able to, um, you know, uh, convince themselves to uh, see things through, right? If you don't have someone beside you who's going to be talking you out of a, a negative decision, such as walking out the doors and and possibly using relapsing or getting in contact with a person that you really shouldn't because they're just toxic to your to your sobriety, um, you know, then there's no safeguards in place. Do you know what I mean? With without that person there, so thirty days is quite cru uh, crucial for um, uh, students to have some type of some type of uh, watchful eye, I guess you could say, or, or some type of assistance in, in transitioning into a program. Do you see a physical uh, a transformation with the new student in the first 30 days? Do you see some point in that 30 days where all of a sudden it's mealtime and they actually are smiling for the first time? Or, or is there any kind of thing that you're, you're looking for, for a measurement to say, okay, I think this new student gets it? Usually towards the 30, uh, 30 days, um, you'll start to see the smiles and, okay. and, and like that kind of acceptance of being here. You know what I mean? Like, yep, you know what? I'm doing this. You know, I, I've, I've made some friends. Um, I've, I've started to engage myself more and more into the program and into procedures and how to do things. Um, and overall, they feel better about being here. Right? How does the accommodation work? Uh, I've, I've, I've checked in. I'm yeah. here. Uh, what do I have a room? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we have a, a beautiful dormitory that we finished construction in in 2015. Uh, I mean, when we say world class on our website, we mean world class. You know, um, they're beautiful facilities, and we always get comments about them. Um, each room um, has its own bathroom. Um, it's uh, you know there's there's usually between four to six to a room and they're large rooms right um, and each area uh, for t every two people there's a, there's a wall that goes in between so each person kind of has their own own uh, type of um, space I guess you could say right each each um, uh, every pair of two I guess you could say sure yeah. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's a beautiful uh, beautiful setup, and I mean I'm, I've I haven't heard any complaints from any of our students since that that building has opened that they say oh that you know the facility's not nice. Um, it's very comfortable, and um, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's amazing. What about the rules part of the academy? Uh, we we've heard that it's not a spa. 
Yeah. Uh, you're here for two years, which sounds like an incredible uh, commitment to time. You've said before, really, it goes by real fast. You mm-hmm. get in the program. But what about the rules, Chris? How, does it does it take half a day just to explain the rules? How does that all work? I mean, I, I wouldn't say it takes takes half a day. I mean, um, the our, our student manual, right, really has everything in there. Um, and I mean, a student could really get through it all in a day if they wanted to. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, there, there's not really an answer for everything in there. Um, but there's a there's a basis. There's some type of guideline that tells them, you know what this this is something that I'm I'm curious about. Should I go ahead and do this, or do I need to get you know further approval? What is it, right? Um, so in in terms of time of learning, uh, I mean it could it could take a few months to to get it mastered, right? But there's always, I mean. The, the beautiful thing about having those those pages, that literature, is that, you know, it, it gives you a physical reference, you know. Um, so it makes it easier instead of just saying, oh, we'll just do whatever we want to do. So we've, we've made it through day one. And maybe that's a milestone for some of the, for some of the students. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what's going to happen in our first week? What should we expect to happen in the first week? So in the first week, I mean, um, you'll be engaged in um, anything to do really with uh, with classroom learning or, or some type of workshops you'll be a part of. Most of your time um, uh, time in activities will be spent uh, learning the program, getting to know the program, right? Um, you will be given responsibilities, uh, within the academy. So give me an example. Uh, what does that mean? Um, so, uh, for example, students that start off, uh, will usually be given, uh, given some chores and, uh, given, um, you know, maintenance tasks. Just uh, like home all over again. Yeah. Do yeah. I have to and, take the garbage out? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In a way. Right. And, and like what it teaches you is that it teaches you to a one respect the facility B you're all a part of a team together. Right. I mean, there's a more senior student that will be with you too. Um, who will be helping you out with those, with those chores and with those responsibilities. And it also gives a student an opportunity to really focus on what they're doing because let's face it, most addicts, one of the uh, main issues that, that they have is is, is keeping uh, in the present. You know, they're either looking too far in the future or too far in the past, and they, they can't seem to, to focus on the now. And by having those responsibilities, like cleaning tasks, I mean, you can focus on it, um, get it done, and then see the results afterwards and go like, hey, you know what, that was, that was great. You know, uh, I'm already starting to feel a little better about, about myself and what's going through my mind. So, so you start to establish a routine in the first week. You get a sense about what a week's going to look like. Is exactly that, right. So you're yeah. you're getting some of your 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 educational components in there. The some of the skill development. Some sense about what that might look like. Yeah, yeah. You're you're going to start to get into um, yeah your groups and everything else, right? Um, so yeah, you're already you're you're into the structure literally the next day. Right, you know, um, you're uh, you're part of the group and you're part of the schedule, just like everybody else's. So, so what, what what does a day look like from hours? Sort of, I get up and breakfast and sort of through to the end of my day. So, what what does that hour sort of component look like? Yeah, so uh, six a.m. Everybody 
uh, awakes. Uh, about 6.30 is when they have breakfast. Um, and breakfast is all eaten together in our, in our cafeteria. Um, after breakfast, um, they have little groups. Um, and these, these groups are uh, usually between six, six to seven students. Um, usually entail like, okay, what are my goals, right? Like, what, what, what do I want to accomplish today? How can you guys help me? Or, uh, or maybe it's to go over, well, hey guys, just a reminder, you know, we need to be doing this today. And, and, uh, um, you know, making every making sure the structured day is the way it's it's supposed to be right um chris when i walk into the cafeteria it's a beautiful facility like like everything as you mentioned world class might i be working as a student in the kitchen i mean is that one of the rotations that one of the responsibilities that uh that students can get is in the kitchen um usually we'd put a more experienced student with um, another student. So, you know, one could teach the other. That's all about each one, teach one here. Um, would I put someone that was brand new in there right away? Eh, not really. Right. Unless they had some extreme experience, you know, um, they knew all, you know, food handling practices and such, but yeah. Um, typically start them on maintenance, right? <laughs> but you're so. going to run into fellow students all over the facility. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, my first week got a routine. I've got my shadow, uh, getting a feel for this place, and I roll into week two. Is there a sense of accomplishment after surviving your first week here? Usually is. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you you get going on your Monday and you say, okay, you know what? I'm I'm getting situated. I've got some friends here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning the groups, I'm, I'm learning what and what not to do. Um, and I'm learning who I can talk to whenever I'm struggling, right? Uh, and periodically, students will check in with each other, you know, and check in with their, their fellow new students and, uh, and also us as program directors too, right? Um, most of the time, week two, they're feeling, they're feeling pretty good, right? Um, if they are struggling, um, we'll usually pull them aside a little more and just kind of find out what exactly it is. Maybe there's something that they forgot to do before they came in or um, there's a, a certain worry that they have about their parents and the outside and it's just reassuring them that everything's okay, you know. Do I have a, as a student, do I have a regularly scheduled uh, meeting with the programming staff? I mean, it, it's, students will usually schedule something, um, you know, I mean, we're around all the time, right? You know, like, uh, I'm, I'm here Monday to Saturday, usually, um, and, uh, you know, students will call and they'll say, hey, can, can I just have uh, some time with you today? Um, also, periodically through our, our progress, uh, what, we, what we call a progress report, which is a, a check-in with the student just to give them feedback on how they're doing, how they feel they're doing. Um, we'll see them as well. Um, we will get involved in situations where student can't, students can't seem to figure um, what the solution is themselves. You know, maybe um, they're, they're getting really frustrated with an individual and they can't figure out how to help them. Um, we'll be there. But yeah, that, that student, I mean, we'll, we'll come by, we'll say, how you doing? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. uh, you, you're settling in. Well, yeah. And most of the time it's, yeah, great. You know what I mean? My shadow has been good. Um, my family leader's really neat. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm okay with what I'm doing here. And um, Give us an example of some of the typical questions on the mind of a new student in the first 30 days. What sort of things do you hear about from the students? Um, <laughs> the ones that are still in relationships. So how often can I, can I talk to my girlfriend? You know, uh, that's, that's one, uh, one, you know, my, my grandfather's getting really old. Like, I don't know how long he's going to be. Am I going to have a chance to go and see him? You know, um, uh, there's, uh, uh, things like, well, you know, am I going to be able to have any money on me? Like, you know, what am I, uh, you know, just if I want to get something from the corner store, if we have an outing or something like that, you know, what's the policy on cash? <laughs> um, there are there is a, a time in the program where um, you do get what's called walker room money. Your first year, you wouldn't be getting any, and, and for good reason, right? Um, you know, even in the first year, you're still fairly, you're still fresh, right? Uh, very fresh, and to think that there's money around, money can spell disaster, right? Um, especially if if they decide to, to sneak out or, or go out uh, when no one's looking and then, you know, buy a score of drugs and then, you know, God forbid, bring them back, you know, right. and cash enables students to do that. Um, also, too, later on when they do receive uh, money, I mean, it, it, really, there's the management skill there. You've got, a, you've got a certain amount that you get, learn how to use it and uh, be responsible with it. And then us as program directors, we can look over the receipts and say, hey, you know, why'd you buy this? You know, or what was the reason for this? And talk them through kind of, you know. Chris, I, I get a, a real sense. It's very purpose-driven, uh, the, yeah. the, the whole program, uh, mm -hmm. from the time, well, actually before you arrive, mm -hmm. uh, to, to this first 30 days. Is this something that the Vulcan Academy is constantly uh, reviewing and, and looking at ways to improve the overall program is, is that something you need to do as a discipline i don't know about uh i mean in improving i mean we're i think we're we're good where we are you know maybe not i think i know we're good where we are right um but uh if there's a way to do it better sure let's let's look into it right and and then is there a regular communication amongst because you, i know you've got three campuses uh, mm -hmm. amongst the other uh, directors at the other campuses is that is that part of your sort of a review of principles and best practices and picking up ideas just as you mm -hmm. mentioned e each location has their own um has their own meetings uh, we call them council meetings um so it's an opportunity with the directors um certain students who who hold uh, leadership positions and um john vulcan actually himself to all get together and talk about certain policies, procedures, and and how we can do things better, uh, as mentioned. Um, and each facility does that about once a month. Um, and like I said, even, you know, John, he may be a British Columbia resident, but he travels between all, all uh, three of these sites uh, constantly. And, and um, one idea that Kent may have may be a brilliant idea that may work here, so why don't we make them all do it, right? Benefit um, of having multiple <laughs> facilities. <laughs> For sure, exactly. In in looking at this uh, thirty days, uh, we're we're coming to the end of the thirty days, and you're assessing a student, uh, which I guess is ongoing all the time. Uh, what sh what should that student expect at the end of their thirty days? How how are they going to be different? What what should they expect uh, after thirty days? 
so each level that you accomplish here, uh, as mentioned before, um, you get more privi privileges, right? Um, after the 30 days, uh, we give a test to that student. Um, and the intention behind that test is to make sure that that manual, that literature that we were talking about earlier, um, you know, has been read and the student, give or take, understands it, right? They, um, uh, that they've actually made an effort to, to read it, right? That the whole time that they were, you know, reading the document, they weren't just pretending. Um, afterwards, too, that, that's kind of a, a commitment to us that the student um, is very um, involved in what they want to do here. Like, they, they care about, uh, about getting themselves better. And um, after they pass that test, then they're able to get involved with, uh, with more activities, right? Um, so now they're able to um, jump into sports with the guys. They're able to head off site and, and go to outdoor venues, right? They'll be given um, a responsibility within the organization, uh, whether it be in our biopod, the warehouse, furniture, the bakery, you name it. Um, so uh, essentially they've, they've proven themselves and said, I'm, I'm here for me and I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. So they get uh, a little more perks. So it's usually a pretty exciting time for, for the student after that 30 days. Chris Schultz, thanks for telling us about the first 30 days uh, in an upcoming program. We're going to talk about the first 90 days Yeah, <laughs> uh, when things really start to get exciting. And again, that this program is available for young adults, men and women, uh, here at the John Vulcan Academy, uh, Vancouver campus, located in Surrey, and then the Kent, Seattle campus, and uh, Phoenix campus mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I guess what's the best best way to find out more about uh, the academy? What do you do? Yeah, uh, you can visit us at uh, Vulcan.org. Um, that's our website. Uh, you can even uh, call us at uh, 1-855-592-3001. Uh, that's our, our intake line. And um, yeah, and there's a voice prompt there. You can select which facility that you're interested in and connecting with, and you'll be patched through directly. Excellent. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. Thank you. This has been the John Vulcan Academy podcast, Changing Lives. To learn more about the program or to enroll today, visit our website at vulcan.org. John Vulcan Academy, we change lives. Thanks for listening.